Welcome to the 10-Minute Healthcare Marketing Podcast, a program dedicated to helping you grow your dental or healthcare practice. We discuss exactly what you need to do to get more patients using the internet, to increase your search rankings, and to be seen as the leader in your local market. We discuss all this and more on our weekly podcast. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the 10-Minute Healthcare Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Tyson Downs, and today we're going to be talking about developing and improving your marketing strategy, part three. We always start this show with some motivation, and I like to do that because if you get nothing else out of the show, if you get nothing from the marketing side of it, if you are perfectly set as far as that, you know, then maybe you'll get something to help you in your life as far as motivation, as far as perspective. So that's why I always like to start it with that motivational quote. And the quote today is from Nelson Mandela. Remember to celebrate milestones as you prepare for the road ahead. Does anybody else have the problem that I have, which is I get so caught up in my mind with goals that I have or things that will happen in the future that I'm not always able to enjoy those little milestones as I see them. I like to say in my mind, and I like to think that it's the challenges in our life that make the successes that much sweeter. You know, I think that I really do believe that, but it's just those challenges are so hard sometimes to get through and to overcome. But we just need to remember, it's the little things in our life. If any of you have kids, especially younger ones, little milestones, little things here and there that we need to stop and we need to appreciate. So we left off last time talking about how you can create content. Content should be part of your marketing strategy for sure. And we mentioned how you don't want to just rely on blogs, but you want to be able to create content in other ways, in ways that your audience likes to consume content. So after you create this content, another thing that you want to want to make sure that you have as part of your marketing strategy is building links for off-page SEO. Now, this part may sound a little bit complicated or complex, or you may think, oh, link building, Tyson's talking about something that's not, not something that you should do. Not necessarily the case. It's not what I am referring to. For those of you that don't have as much experience with SEO, let's first talk about what a link is. You've probably been to a website, been reading an article, and then you see some blue highlighted text in that article. And then if you click on that word or words, then it will take you to a page on the site or maybe on another site that gives more information on basically on the words that were highlighted blue. And that's called a hyperlink. So the clickable part is the hyperlink part. And the website that the one you were reading to linked to that website that you then are on after clicking on the link received a backlink from the original article that you were reading or original site. And all in all, you want to get links because as Google sees, well, more sites, more pages are linking to this, you know, this website here. You know, there's probably something to it. And it makes sense that we should consider that in the search results. So maybe if a lot of websites are linking to it, then they're providing some good information. And so that's it on a, on a really high level. And it helps if you're able to get links to your website that are relevant to your industry and are geographically relevant to you and or authoritative. So just think about each one of those. Relevant to your industry may be so that you use um, Dentrix as your practice management software in your office, then a link from the Dentrix website, do you think that would be relevant? Yeah, of course it would. Say that you are a member of the Chamber of Commerce in your area, would a link from your local chamber website be relevant? Yeah, absolutely. 
Let's see. What about if you were had something happen in your local community and and you stepped up and and volunteered and kind of led led some efforts to help regroup some people or provide some service? And then a big news organization, say CNN, did an article on on your community and provided a link over to your website. Not as relevant, but absolutely authoritative, and that can help. Do you think that if Google sees that, hey, CNN's linking to these guys, do you think that that's going to help your efforts? Of course. So you are able to get some of the authority that those other websites have. You're kind of borrowing that authority and building up your reputation. So that's what links are, and that's how the types of links that we work with for our clients to get. And all of those, as you can see, just be natural relevant and you know makes sense for anybody really to have so how are some ways that you can build links let's see you can create awesome content with viral potential pretty difficult to do though you can guest blog on reputable blogs and i have a uh, an article that i wrote about this about how doctors can get guest blog opportunities so you want to check that out we'll put it in into the show notes for you but it mentions a few different ways that you're able to be seen and be noticed so that you can get more links to your website and increase your authority and increase your rankings in other ways you can claim all of your local search listings these are listings such as maybe a, a bing.com a yelp health grade city search those types of websites you're going to want to be listed on because Google will say, hey, these guys are active on these sites and the information that we see is is consistent across the board. That's one thing that you need to make sure of those listings are consistent and it all makes sense. So those websites will often allow you to get a link or leave a link to your site over to from that local search site over to your site. And then another way is participate in relevant local business associations and community events. So you can sponsor maybe a little league team. You can put on events at the local library, maybe workshops on healthy mouth, healthy body, things like that. And then you usually can get that that business or that government agency that you're putting that on for to put a link over to your site. And I have an article that I've read recently on Dentistry IQ about how dentists can get links. I'll make sure that we'll include that in the show notes as well. Okay, the next thing is part of your marketing strategy. You need to make sure that you optimize for local search. Local search is where it's going to matter most for most dentists and local businesses that serve people in a specific area. And Google's updated its ranking algorithm constantly, it seems, and has made it necessary for business owners who do their marketing on their own to really stay on top of these things. So when optimizing for local search, you're going to want to make sure that you utilize location-specific keywords. When I say location-specific keywords, I mean a keyword such as dentist, it'll be a term, and location tied to it. So dentist, Las Vegas. I've seen too many dentists that their website is optimized just for general terms, dental practice or dental services, something like that. And it doesn't do a very good job of telling the search engines where exactly you do what you do. (laughs) So that's kind of a miss there. So you can include this in different parts of your website, your title tag, a heading in the content, in your URL, a lot of different ways that you can implement that. But those are some of the most basic ways. When you're optimizing for local search, you're going to want to make sure that your Google My Business account is set up properly. This Google My Business account, you just go to google.com slash business and you claim your listing that Google has most likely already created for you. Occasionally, they don't have it created and you'll just have to create your own. Usually, you'll just claim it. And they make sure that the information that's in there is correct. Even if it's already listed, it doesn't mean that it's 100% accurate. So go in there and claim it and make sure that the information that they have 
is accurate and that there's no discrepancies. For dentists, a lot of times we see that instead of the name of the practice, there's a combination of the name of the dentist, his name, followed by DDS or DMD, and the practice name kind of merged together. And that's definitely not what you want to do. If you have more than one dentist in your practice, a lot of times you'll see Google has listings for each doctor and then for the business itself. And that's just fine. And there's certain ways that you need to optimize that to make it so you aren't competing with each other. But above everything else, you need to make sure that the business listing is set up properly so that the name is accurate, phone number is accurate, address is accurate, down to the suite, all that. And let's see, we're going to cover one more thing and then we will, we'll need to shut down for this week. We're running short on time and we'll turn this into a, looks like a four-parter. So next thing you need to do is come up with a compelling offer. Every marketing strategy should have an offer to get people in the door. Yeah, you're going to want to draw traffic to your site, draw traffic to ads that you're showing, but that's not necessarily going to make somebody become a patient. You need to draw traffic to the door and you can do that by creating a special offer. So dentists may be free x-rays, teeth whitening, et cetera, for first-time patients, free $50 Visa card for any patient referral, iPad giving, iPad giveaway drawing, coupon 50% off any dental services for the first 100 people, visit our website to download a free XYZ, whatever you want. But make test different offers and see what seems to work the best. But it's really, really important that you track the effectiveness of these offers. You can't just say, well, we, it seemed like we got a lot, of, a lot of offers in from this. Or this one didn't seem to work too good. No, no. You need to have concrete numbers. You need to be able to track down to the number how many leads you got and how many new patients it resulted into. And that's the only way that you can tell what's working and what's not working. So next time, we're going to be talking about setting up your social media marketing, what platforms you should use, start getting started with some direct mail, getting reviews, and hopefully we'll be able to finish it up here. So until next time, be positive, be happy, and be proactive. Remember, your business, like life, is what you make of it. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the 10-Minute Healthcare Marketing Podcast. Implementing just one of the tips you heard today will help your practice move one step closer toward dominating your local market. If you've got more questions or you're looking for recaps, show notes, or even more resources to help you grow your practice, check us out online at healthcaremarketingpodcast.com.